This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Jason Kelly on Bloomberg Radio. Pull up a radio. We're going to have a great conversation yes. to round out this week's shows and this Friday show. David Fishoff is with us, music producer, founder, CEO of Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp. He joins us on the phone from Los Angeles. David, so many things to talk to you about. So grateful you're with us. First of all, how are you? How are things in L.A.? We're really feeling for you guys out in Southern California. Well, well, thank you, Carol and Jason. Uh, glad to be on on the air. And um, you know, it's funny. I just heard all the all the bad news about the stock market. So we're gonna we're gonna try to take the next hour, whatever how long we're gonna be on it. We're gonna list everybody because uh, we're doing great here in LA. We finally see blue skies. Oh, nice! Um, and uh, everything's heading to you guys. And <laughs> so uh, you know, but uh, yeah, the, somehow the wind directions changed, and I looked up today, and finally got blue. You know, so. Yeah. Um, you know, as a New Yorker, I, I got to appreciate California, but I, I miss New York. Yeah, absolutely. You're a Fordham Ram, I believe. So, yeah, you made your way, uh, made your way out west. So, <clears throat> camp, it's online. I mean, Talk to me about it. So, it's online. So, you know, for 25 years, I've been doing these uh, rock and roll fantasy camps um, where 80 people come together and uh, they get an opportunity to spend four days with these amazing rock stars. And every night we do a masterclass series. So you get to yeah, I put you in a band, you're with a touring rock star, then you get to play with Joe Perry and Roger Daltrey, and you perform at a, at a nightly, at a, at a Whiskey A Go-Go or, or B.B. King's or, you know, the, any club. And that's really been our, our, for, our, you know, what we've been doing. And then I just, when, I, when we all went to uh, COVID, um, I was set to do a camp with the Scorpions in Vegas, and I was going to bring it to New York. I was doing a cheap trick um, camp in in New York City where they were going to um, do, you know, p- plays the, the Sgt. Pepper album, and everything stopped. And I said to myself, this is crazy. What are we going to do? And I, in June, I came up, and I've been looking at this for, for many years, to look at how to get my business online. Mm-hmm. And um, so I came up with the idea of doing these master classes limiting it to 20, 25 people. I went to the rock stars and I said, Hey, how about doing these classes? And, you know, I'll do a rev share with you and uh, let's, let's see if we can get people to come on zoom, give them an hour and let them ask questions. Well, little did I know that the hour would turn out to be two hours because everybody has nothing to do with, you know, nothing going on with the rock <laughs> That's so true. That is yeah. so true. So true. Alice Cooper says, yeah, you know what? Let's keep going. I got nowhere to go. And, um, and everyone just kept doing more and more time and loving the adulations that they were getting from their fans that were basically fans, musicians, vocalists, and everybody, music enthusiasts who would go to them and say, hey, you know, I remember, I remember that, uh, you know, that, that show that you did and can you tell me a little bit about how, how it was or I'm finding people bringing, everyone's bringing their guitars on because the rocker can turn to them and say, hey, play me that lick. Let me, let me hear how you're doing it. No, you're not doing it right. Let me show you how to do it. And every night, you're getting different advice from these amazing rock stars. And I, now I say amazing because I, every night I get off the, uh, you know, we do the, we've been hosting them every night, and a different rock star. And and every night I get off the, you know, get off the Zoom call, and I say, wow, I, you know, I know the country is in, is in bad and COVID and everything's going on, but these artists are just giving uh, giving out so much information, and they they all have one underlining. Um, one of the lucky points, it's passion. What yeah. got them to where they got to be? And they have the passion that's kept them. And they're giving everyone hope it's going to come back. And, um, 
really giving inside information. Well, that, you know, um, you say in, inside information. I was just looking, you know, you have Shep Gordon coming on. You have Jason Flom, who's somebody who's been on our yeah. air, you know, and so it's with the musicians, but it's also people who understand the industry and you're giving just kind of some snippets of advice, which is so cool. So just got about 30 seconds here and then we'll come back and talk some more. But it's really cool. Sure, but Shep, yeah. Shep was amazing. He sold out three classes right away, one, two, three. It was all people from the industry saying, Chef, I don't, what do I do now? I'm a chef. I'm, I, you know, I'm a chef. Yeah. G- give me some advice. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a crew member. I'm an agent. What do you like? And they all walked away. And he, again, he spent two hours with everyone. He's doing it again now, doing a case on branding. Um, so it's been, a, it's been fun. You've worked with Roger Daltrey, uh, Ringo Starr. I can't even say it. Sorry. It's been a long week. The Monkees. I mean, Joe Walsh, uh, Peter Frampton. I mean, so many legends when it comes to rock and roll. Um, tell us a little bit about that. So I started in the Catskills. I'm a New Yorker. Um, and, uh, started in the Catskills booking comedians. Um, and then I just, I I moved into professional sports. I had the opportunity to represent, um, Vince Ferragamo and then Phil Sims and Lou Pinello really was my first client. Um, it was with the Yankees and, uh, and then he introduced me to so many other athletes and, um, I started doing sports. I got out of music. Um, until one day I got a phone call, um, in 83 asking me if I was interested in representing the association. And I said, the association of what? <laughs> I really wasn't a fan of theirs. And, and they did the music cherish Wendy, never my love. And I was able to take the band on and really do a great job for them. And then picked up all these other bands, the turtles and the grassroots. And, um, so I took the, what I learned from the Catskills and I packaged them in a package called it the happy together tour. I did that for two years. Uh, where you got to only hear hits, hits only from these bands. And then in 86, um, I came up with the concept to do the monkeys. Mm-hmm. And unbeknownst to me, I was on the seventh floor at 7875 Broadway. On the eighth, ninth floor was this new fledging network called MTV. And they wow. decided they're going to air the monkeys TV show 24 hours. So when I was normally selling 3,000 tickets a night for these, um, you know, oldies tours, um, I'd go on sale with the monkeys. And I sold 25,000. Wow. And, uh, it was incredible. It, it was just incredible. Um, every, no one knew these young girls would come home and, uh, the mothers would yell, where were you all night? Mommy, I was waiting online for a, a, the monkeys. They're coming to town. And the mother said, what are you talking about? I, I want to go see the monkeys. They didn't know. They didn't know it was a 20 year old band. So, yeah. Um, it, and, it was unbelievable. The first, the first 20 rows were just, Little girls screaming, and then their mothers in the back row screaming equally, if not That's louder. Great. Yeah, and screaming equally. Yeah. So then, uh, and then following the monkeys, I I decided to do. Um, I saw the movie Dirty Dancing, and I said, "Wow!" I started in the Catskills, and I said I, I came up with a concept to make a live tour of the Dirty Dancers and Eric Carmen and Bill Medley, and I put together this package. Uh, we sold out eight nights at Radio City, and then I toured that all around the world. And uh, my business model was um, I, many of the corp- corporate America would come to me and say, hey, we'd love to get some tickets. We'd love to get meet and greets. You know, we want to sponsor your, your packages and your tours because uh, they did very well, you know, using using my, my concerts. So um, one day, President Pepsi calls me up after Dirty Dancing and he says, uh, I'd love to, um, you know, sponsor one of your tours. It's the 25th anniversary of the Pepsi generation. Do you have any ideas for us? So I'm sitting at lunch and I ordered a Diet Coke and, but, uh, I came up with the concept of how about we do a Ringo and the All-Star band? Let me go to Ringo Star 
and I'll put together a, an all-star band around them. So they love that. I went over to England, got an opportunity to meet Ringo, and um, made him my pitch. He said to me, I was thinking the same thing, and, and that was it. That was the start of the all-star band. And uh, he's still doing it after 31 years. Yeah. After seeing, yeah, it's not unbelievable. And mm. uh, I, I was working there for 15 years, and then I, you know, I, I, I you know, for, for an artist to tour every city, it's amazing. But for a father um, to be on the road, it was just it was right. hard. And yeah, so I, uh, I had such an amazing experience on the Ringo tours, and um, especially if you go to YouTube one day, you'll you'll see there. You type in my name and Ringo. There's a funny bit there that uh, Levon Helm and Joe Walsh played a joke on me that um, and uh, they played a, a good goof but I got the, the idea being on the road with all these amazing rockers um, what about if I could give this to the fan what about yeah. if I could let people have the opportunity to share and that was the start of Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp so 25 years I've been doing the camp um, and it's been fun it's been a little hobby and but I'm into changing lives. You know, I was listening to, you know, what you were talking about beforehand with, with you know, changing lives with young people. Rock Camp has basically changed the lives of so many people. And on top of it, changed the lives of the rock stars. And right. You know, I have this, doc, I have this uh, great documentary coming out in February. And you're going to see how not only does it change the lives of these um, people go through the experience, because that's what it is. It's a four-day experience. Um, but it's also changed the lives of rock stars. So I got to ask you, but before we let you go, David, you know, one of the things that, you know, just in our research that came across about you is you actually don't lead uh, mud and haven't, I think it sounds like for a while, sort of a rock star lifestyle. Like you have a very balanced life. How did you achieve that? How do you achieve that? Well, that's a great question, because every night on these master classes, the other night, Steve Howe, he was brilliant. Alice Cooper, brilliant. Listen to what they said. They said, oh, you know, just because you're a rock star doesn't mean you have to stop doing your, your, your daily responsibilities of being a father, of being a husband, of being, a, in my case, it's a grandfather, too. Um, you know, you, you still have to take out the trash. <laughs> you know, I always, I always, I, people always ask me a, a joke. They said, well, why does Ringo Starr have to go on tour? And I'd always make a joke. But it's true. I said, you know, when on the road, you're a beetle. When you're home, your wife says, take out the trash. So that's, that's why people tour. And I think, I think every night I'm learning in these master classes that you have to have a balanced life. And, you know, my dad was a survivor of uh, Auschwitz and, and I think they, they instilled in me, it's wonderful to be in show business, but you still have to have a responsibility. So to wake up and have both is amazing. Yeah. And, um, I enjoy it. I enjoy that part of my life. So both what's, of, so what, so what's next? What's next for you? Just got about a minute left. Okay. Here. Yeah, what's next? Well, everyone should go to my website, rockhead.com, and see these master classes. And I hope your husband comes and joins us because um, there'll be some great blues artists coming on. The movie. I think, that, I think what I'm excited about is this movie coming out in January, February, probably February, and basically to show people that you don't have to be scared. to Because to, that's the biggest problem with our business is people are scared to jam with Jeff Beck. They're scared to jam with Def Leppard. You know, the, some people get scared. But the ones who go through that experience, yeah. they, go, they can do anything. They can do anything in their lives. 
and not just you know be a musician, but they become better. Right. You know, listen, better da- people. listen, David. I was singing on air before, and it was terrible. But I have no fear, so I yeah. get what you're saying. Just she go out there, it. do it. She I, went. For I it. went for it. It was it was ugly, but I did it. <laughs> David, All thank right. you yeah. so much. Yeah. Good. Listen. Good luck. Come back at another time because we would love to continue this conversation. And good luck with everything, David Fishoff, uh, founder of Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp. Man, I've been on the website. Um, it's just so cool. Master classes, and they start at like fifty bucks. So yeah. how cool to just like sit and play exactly some and i love musician. i love what he said at the beginning about people like yeah i'm good no we can keep going yeah i know <laughs> but don't you like we see it too right because every, yeah. everybody's like i yeah. don't know no i'm around yeah. sure yeah <laughs> call me whenever i'm a little lonely can we just keep playing yeah, can, no, no. can you play that lick again 